of Focalinos. Sorry, this is a quick side note before we begin. We recorded this episode in January, but we had a little bit of technical technical difficulties with Hana. Yeah, plus we've been saying her name wrong the entire time, the entire episode. Sorry about that, Hana. And part of the episode, uh, her part um, dropped off so that we had to record it at a later date, a couple of days ago. And that sound quality is not the best because it's via conference call. And then we get into the rest of the episode that has slightly, only slightly better quality. And uh, here you go. Episode 86. Thanks a lot. Hello, and welcome to episode 86 of The Nerd Out. My name is Lisa. I'm Mr. Pete. We're girls, and we are here to nerd out with a special guest we will get to in a moment. You can find us uh, on social media, at The Nerd Out on Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook page. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. You can leave a review for us on iTunes or on Stitcher. Those are obviously also the places you can listen to us. And we love reviews. Leave us a review at some point. We know you're out there. Um, and if there's some place that we should be and we're not, please don't say Snapchat, then give us a heads up. Uh, so today we have a special guest, and I'm going to turn it over to my dearly beloved Ritzy for the intro. Thank you. Thank you, T.I. Totally inappropriate. I really appreciate it. Today our special guest is Hannah Kim, a.k.a. Super Cute from Super Cute, also from You Must Know Her, also from uh, Art Marketing Tips, also from Being Awesome and a Foodie. She loves art. She nerds out about art. She does everything regarding art, and uh, she's here with us today. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Welcome. ladies. Thank you for inviting me to the Nerd Out. I've been listening to you guys for a really long time. And I think, Ritzy, we talked about um, me being a guest eons ago, and I'm, so, um, yeah. I'm really stoked that this finally happened. We're making it happen. I know. I know. And it's like I love it when we get a guest who just, like, checks off every box I want to check, including loving food. So this is amazing. <laughs> we are super happy to have you. Yeah, Thank so why you. don't you tell, tell the folks, the lovely folks out there, um, what is it that you do, and maybe start off with how you started nerding out about art. Let's see. Um, I started, well, let me rewind. Before I started Super Cute, I actually was part of a collaborative blog called Toy Site. Rest in peace, Toy oh, Site. And we covered the vinyl toy industry when it was first kind of um, – you know, a lot of the art and toy blogs were coming into fruition. And so actually, um, I, I was like a toy site correspondent at uh, an early Comic Con. And I've always loved toys, design, art, things like that. And then I decided to branch out and created my own thing, Super Cute. And that's when Toy Site said, hey, you're doing your own thing, so you can't be part of our thing. <laughs> and I said, oh, all right, see ya. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Peace out. Haters. And, and I, where are they? Actually, I don't oh. think <laughs> they, they're gone. And uh, the sad thing is all my articles are gone, too, but whatever. Um, whatever, fuckers. So I started. Coincidence or not? They're gone? <laughs> exactly. It's know. botchy. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I started Super Cute in 2009, um, just covering things and 
I have the privilege of living in Los Angeles where we have a lot of art events going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was just kind of hopping from gallery to gallery, getting into the toy art scene, um, getting to know a lot of artists, meeting artists through the site. And it was like a really great run. And, you know, fast forward a couple of years, uh, I met uh, the owner of Leanne and Lynn's Wonderland, a gallery in Eagle Rock. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got to know each other. And she said, oh, you know, your, your aesthetic and my aesthetic are very similar. Would you like to curate a show? And I was like, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know what that involves, but, yeah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and so <laughs> one thing led to another, and I uh, curated a couple of shows for her, and then I was a guest curator. Um, then I was, like, a curator for her for an entire year, and it was, like, a really great experience. I got to meet a lot of cool L.A. artists, um, people from abroad, and that's where we are today. Um, I, I'm taking a break from curating. Um, I decided that at the end of last year, and Leanna's got some great guest curators lined up for 2018. And then I started um, a site called You Must Know Her at youmustknowher.com. And it's, a, it's just created to highlight women of color in the art. It's a great, it's a great site. When, when did you launch that? It was late last year? Late last year. Okay. Yeah, um, that, that's a. Go ahead, go on, Ruth. No, I was just gonna say I I think it's a it's a fantastic site. You guys check it out. It's gonna be in the show notes, and I feel like it's such a good site for the bizarro world times that we live in right now. Um, and I feel like it's such you're starting, you're creating such a great community. Um, we you had as one of your second posts, Lillian Rivera, who was on our show a couple of times. We love her. She's, she's family. And then, you know, some of the other people that you've posted, like Colony Little, um, re- reached out to each other, and we kind of, like, connected because of your site. So I feel like you're showcasing women of color, you're connecting women of color, you're creating this community, and I think it's super important during any time, but especially during these times. And I feel like, you know, it's 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 such an amazing thing that you're doing. And I don't know if you know the impact it's creating in such a short amount of time. Well, thank you, Ritzy. I really appreciate that. I, Colony and I go way back and she's, I'm, so I'm really pleased to hear that. She's, she's a great lady. And, um, you know, I forgot to mention, Ritzy, you are actually the reason that I started <laughs> You Must Know Her. <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, last year at Decon, Designer Con, uh, for you chaps who don't know, um, <laughs> you started, you had a ladies love project, like a pop-up shop with Two Fly and I'm never going to get her name right. I know. <laughs> and Nisha, and I remember, you know, what, just visiting your booth and seeing what you guys had to offer and I was like, wow, these are like three awesome women of color artists and like, I wonder if everyone knows about them. And if they don't, like, why not? And it nice. just kind of that seed would remain planted in my head. And so I, I actually did some searches of, like, let me see what's out there in terms of the blogosphere, the Internet, um, in terms of women of color and highlighting them. And I couldn't really find anything. I mean, they're out there, but they might focus on a certain niche. And I, I just wanted to cover artists because I, I'm, I'm lucky to know a lot of artists. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, thank you. Thank you for doing it. And also you have a art marketing tips newsletter. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, I started actually when I was still doing super cute, I had a spinoff of uh, a super cute marketing tips newsletter. It was a month. It was kind of sort of monthly, you know, when I got around to it. Um, my day job does involve marketing and, and specific digital marketing. And from working with a lot of artists during the shows that I create, I realized that a lot of artists, you know, they don't, they struggle with marketing. And, you know, uh-huh. they think it's um, like just the business side of uh, being an artist. It's just it's so many things that you need to keep track of. So yeah. I wanted to create some kind of resource out there and, when I decided to full or take a hiatus from Supercute, I'm, I'm still trying to decide whether I want to take a hiatus or just, you know, call it a wrap on that one. Yeah. But when I decided to take a, a break from it, um, I wanted to create an art marketing tips newsletter that I'm trying to do it weekly. I'm trying to do little snippets here and there. So right now it's kind of all over the place. I cover email marketing and a little dab with social media marketing and just general marketing tips. So I'm hoping it'll be a resource for artists. And um, I just want to help the artists out there grow their business. I have a question. If you could do, if you could like sort of impart one golden rule from marketing for yourself, if you are an artist or a creative person, what would it be? One golden rule for marketing yourself. That is a really good question. Um, if it's actually, true, that's okay. Something. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you have to put yourself out there. And I say this because I know a lot of introverted artists, and I know it comes more naturally for some. But when I, I talk to artists about marketing, they're always afraid, like, am I saying too much? You know, am, mm-hmm. am I posting too often? Am I putting myself out there? Is, is, does it um, negatively impact my art to keep talking about it? It's like, no, that's how you grow your business. And I think a lot of mistake, uh, the main mistake that I see artists do are to create uh, a line between art and business. No, you're, you're a working artist. You need mm-hmm. to promote yourself. You need to promote your business. Um, it's not... I think we're long past the day of thinking, oh, art is on this pedestal that I can't treat as a commodity. That's not true because if that were true, you would just create art for yourself and never let it see the light of day. But if you're trying to reach other people, you need to put yourself out there, and it's okay. And it's okay if it doesn't come naturally. It's like with everything else. You just have to practice. Just keep doing it, and it may never feel natural, but you have to keep doing it. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's, I think especially now with how easily, like, easily accept, accessible everything is, we have like the, all these amazing free, basically free tools at our fingertips. And I feel like we've had the discussion before where, you know, you're in marketing, uh, TI and I come from marketing, and I can market the shit out of other people's <laughs> shit. And when it comes to my shit, it's like, uh, it's like, I don't know, for me, and, you know, you, most people think that I'm, you know, not an introvert or something, but I, I don't really like too much attention on me when it's just on me and just my shit. So that's why I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's, yeah, it's, right. it's such a weird, it's such a weird space. Like <clears throat> when I'm outside looking in on someone else's shit, I'd be like, oh, try this. You could do this. Someone would, and I love to connect and do all this stuff. But when it's me, I don't see the connections. 
I don't see the correlations. I don't see the opportunities. It's kind of like, um, it's so weird. It's so weird. That is so true. Um, it, it's funny. When I introduce myself and if someone else is there who kind of knows what I do, and some, oftentimes they'll in, reintroduce me to a new person because I don't, I don't like talking about my projects, which is totally counterintuitive, but I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what do I uh -huh. do? <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's true. I think that it happens especially with, not to make it a girl thing, but it does happen a lot too with women because we're not socialized to be like, boom, look at this great shit I'm doing. You know, it's like, yeah. that is we, so true. we're socialized to be like, yeah, you know, it's pretty great, but what are you working on? So, yeah, totally. <laughs> good so for us. I've never thought like, about it that way. <laughs> yeah. Because if you notice, if, especially when you go to like a networking function, you hear, like, I'm always, like, you know, I, I go to, like, a little crew of dudes, and they're, like, and someone, they don't even know each other, and then they'll be, like, oh, I'm such and such and such. Yeah, I've been working on such and such and such and such. Like, nothing. Like, it just, it <laughs> yeah. spews out of their mouth. And they're, like, talking about it, like, it's the best fucking shit ever. Yeah, totally. You are, you yeah. are so, you know what, you guys are onto something. I've never thought about it in terms of gender, um, just because this is the way I've always been, but you're so right because, you know, I can think off the top of the, my head, like a handful of people, of men that I know who are working, who might be working on like mediocre things and it's like the best shit ever. Right? <laughs> like, it sounds so oh, grand yeah. and awesome. Yeah. And they got no problem it's like telling you take a, all about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You take a look at their projects, like, all right, you know, good for you. You're like, oh, words? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, where does that confidence come from? And maybe it yeah. is conditioning. It, I think it yeah. is totally, totally conditioning. So these are great conversations that uh, I feel like, you know, you must know her could really, you know, move into a, 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 a group meetup space or conferences and shit, Hannah. What about them apples? <laughs> Some salons up in the city. Women of color, you're nice. I'm, I'm going to hire you. I'm, you're on my list, lady. <laughs> How about I hire you to market my shit, and you hire me to market <laughs> your shit, Perfect. and then start and pop it. Perfect. <laughs> you know, and it's funny. Um, I, uh, I shared uh, my ideas, or, you know, when I was, starting You Must Know Her, I did talk to like a, a non-art world, just a marketing colleague about it because uh -huh. I wanted to get her thoughts and just, you know, just from a, a different perspective. And she was like, well, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to sell ads on it? You know, how, do you, how are you going to make money with it? And I'm like, whoa, 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 I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to, <laughs> just trying to launch this thing off the ground here. Ads, like I haven't even gotten that far. And I was like, no, no yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to make money from this. <laughs> Yeah, let's just have some fun. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> um, crazy. Uh, so, you know, if you guys don't know already by her last name, Kim, if you've never seen her, she's Korean. Um, we, she's a foodie, and we just finally went out to have some Korean food. And T.I. over here, she's been going out with her Korean friends for a long-ass time to what kind of places, <laughs> and are you the only white person there? <laughs> yes, my prerequisite with um, my awesome Korean friends who are huge foodies is that I want to go somewhere where I'm the only white person. And, um, <laughs> you know, the great thing about being in L.A. is that, like, 
Koreans, I'm gonna make some I'm gonna make some like generalizing stereotypes here. <laughs> Koreans <laughs> love food in a way that like I feel a sort of cultural akin akinness to because I love food so much. And um you know, generally like Koreans enjoy going out, they love really good food. And there are a billion restaurants in Koreatown in Los Angeles, and I have truly enjoyed trying to eat at every single one of them. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. It's real good shit. Yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, next time we're all in the same city, because right now I'm in Torrance. Hannah, where are you right now? K-Town? I live in Cape Town. I work. I'm calling in from downtown where I work. Oh, from downtown LA. And then GI, where are you at? I mean, I'm in Washington State right now. <laughs> oh yeah, Washington State. Oh, cool. So when we get together, uh, let's make this Korean uh, breaking bread happen. I think we should do yeah. it. I love it. Absolutely. I'm into it. All right, so let's get into the flash round questions. Hannah Kim, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> Okay. Um, first question: What fictional character would you most like to have sex with? I think it would have to be the new Aquaman. You know him? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my hand started sweating, and other parts started I, sweating I too. I swear to God, my uh, <laughs> my spouse told me he was like, "You're going to see that movie alone." <laughs> You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, with my hands in my pants. <laughs> with a with an extra pair of chonies. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Okay. Um, okay. Ritz, you got the next one. one? Yeah, East Coast or West Coast? I grew up here, always West Coast. Work, yeah. work, work. Uh, what was your sort of gateway drug to your journey to be a nerd? I think I really started with horror fiction. You know, I've been a Stephen King fan forever. Um, his were the first books I read. So I was really, you know, I've watched all the bad remakes of his books and even the good remakes of his books. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, that was great. And I look forward to the next one. But yeah, I, I really started with horror fiction first, um, and then I kind of kind of started expand into like um, like nerdy sci-fi and fantasy, and kind of just expanded from there. But it's definitely with books. Like I, you know, I was a, a typical nerd growing up. You know, just I like the company of books better than people. <laughs> I think that's still true for the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not disagree. <laughs> Um, okay, so the next one, biggest guilty pleasure. Right now, I really, well, first of all, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. It's like, it's like whatever. You know, I don't judge people for um, anything they like, even if it might be whack. You know, I might judge them inwardly. <laughs> right now, I'm like really, really into pro wrestling. And um, oh. I grew up watching it. I, I, my interest waned when I was, uh, you know, probably hit puberty and was a young adult. And then um, just in recent years, I started going to independent shows. I started going to a WWE show. Um, we're actually going in March to see um, there's this company called New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
and they're having this big event in March at um, the Walter Pyramid in Long Beach State. And so we're super oh, excited the mid. to go. That's right. That's yes. where I graduated. Yes. The mid. Mm-hmm. On our way. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really into it right now, and it doesn't hurt that a lot of the guys are hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we'll be seeing uh, pictures on your Instagram feed oh, yeah. of oh, you yeah, and some hot. <laughs> yeah, okay, awesome. Oh, oh my God, like trying to get tickets were, was like trying to get concert tickets. Like there were several really? of us coordinating. Wow. We were t- yeah, it, it's a big thing. And, and um, well, you know, this Japanese company, they don't come here. You know, they're working in Japan. Uh, so they actually came here for a two-night event last year at Long Beach, and it sold out. So I knew that this one was going to be, yeah, it was like, like just imagine like the, the craziest concert tickets that you're trying to get. This was like that tenfold because I don't think the Long Beach State site could handle all the traffic. So wow, we got like, wow. Huh, ah, cool. All right, next one, TX. Uh, next one, Rick or Daryl, and why? Can I pick one? <laughs> yes, you can, do, Hell yeah. you can do anything you want. You can do anything yeah. you want. It has to Glenn. be Glenn. Like, uh, Daryl's always been too dirty for me, like, and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. He's like a yeast infection waiting to happen. <laughs> exactly. He's a walking germ. I, you know, I hope this isn't a spoiler. It's so long ago, but after Glenn's dad, like we, we couldn't watch it anymore. Like it just for me, the heart of the show left. And yeah, yeah. I think it yeah, has I just couldn't watch since it since he's left. Yeah, like I, I watched it's it. Like, it felt like homework. Completed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, I just do it to complete it, but. <laughs> but uh, so I'm still in it. I'm in, I'm still in it to win it. But uh, I don't have to watch it <laughs> the, day, the night it comes out. Like you know what I mean? Before I was like, oh, oh, I gotta watch it live, uh, like yeah. you know, in real time. And I don't have to do it anymore. And then, you know, whenever Steve Yoon posts a picture of his face, right? I go, oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I miss know, him. Really. I know. I miss him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah so Glenn all the way. Yeah, good, good one. Uh, the next one, who in the Star Wars universe do you most identify with? Right now, it'd have to be Rose Tico. I love her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, you know, it, it was she... funny. I, after the movie, I almost thought about getting her hairdo, but uh, I, I got over it. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, hey, really liking your hair. You're like, yes, do you know who it is an homage to? and they're like okay weirdo Um, get away (laughs) okay and then um, last but certainly not least Biggie or Tupac like I said West Coast Tupac all the way (laughs) yes yay and you you have completed flash round questions yes Um, congratulations Congratulations, and um, let the people know, thank you so much for being uh, on the Nerd Out, and let the people know where they can reach you on the, on the web. You can find me on, um, you can find me at youmustknowher.com, and also on Twitter at SupaCute, and Instagram at SupaCute. Thank you so much.
Yes, we'll have links to that too in our show notes at thenerdout.com. So we 110% recommend that you follow her and learn more about Hannah and her awesomeness. Yes. Um, So we're fortunate enough that Hannah's going to stay with us for the remainder of the show. And so let's get into some events and things. Um, T.I., where were you a couple weeks ago? Uh, I was in Mexico. Oh, really? I was on the the Yucatan Peninsula, Mm -hmm. uh, Cancun, and parts south of there, Tulum, Playa del Carmen. uh, Yeah, on a trip. I was I was present for the largest earthquake in the Caribbean in modern times, which no one here heard about except for Ritzy because I was texting her and I was like, "Oh my God, there's a tsunami warning. We're like right at the beach. What are, and she's like, "Sleep with your shoes on." Hell yeah! I was like, I was like "I'm not sleeping. Who do you think is sleeping?" <laughs> I was like, "Sleep with your shoes on. You never know. Charge up all your shit." Yep. Yeah, Ritzy, Ritzy had some good tips for what to do in an emergency. Um, but luckily, it was dismissed. But yeah, it was a big-ass earthquake. Um, but apart from that, it was it was lovely and relaxing, and it was um, just nice, you know? Like, I'd, I've never actually been to Cancun. I've flown in oh, and out of it a couple of times. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's just kind of like, it's resorty. It could have been any number of places, I think. But, you know, it's it's like it's just hard to be sitting under a palm tree, drinking a pina colada, like looking at the ocean. Right. Like that. You never get tired of that. And if you do, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) And what a contrast to like T.I. always sends me pictures and video of, you know, the Wenatchee Valley looks like a postcard with the snow and the river and the, you know, and so to go to that from that to to paradise. Yeah, I forgot, you know, it's been a while, I forgot about the beach. Because just so that people know, like, we live in L.A., but, like, and people, I don't know, people maybe who don't live in L.A. are like, oh, you must go to the beach all the time. Here's a little secret. No, none of us go to the beach all the time. In fact, none of us ever go to the beach. It's far. It's a pain. You got to park. It's expensive. Like, nobody goes to the beach in L.A. And we're talking about far, like, 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) yeah so you know being at the beach it was like oh yeah hey ocean i remember you and yeah it was nice ate some delicious food saw some cool shit um did you you ever do the the mezcal um no i we actually found i kind of was looking for it i found um ritzy had suggested this tour company and I found their, uh, I found, I found them and we were going to go do it, but it was kind of either like we could, for the amount of money, we could either go do that for a day and do the Temezcal or we could like go on a little mini road trip. Uh, so we chose a little mini road trip, but then I was so bummed cause I, and I kept being like, man, I really wish I had a chance to do that. And then we were, um, on a little Island, um, Isla Mujeres just off the coast and uh they we walked by something and it was like you know oh come in for the Tamez call and i was like mother effer like, <laughs> if i'd known this was here i would have come down a year um so that's something to look forward to next time and for those who are not knowing what a temezcal is it's basically kind of like a sweat lodge um when i was out there well when i was in oaxaca i did it and it's kind of like your 
rebirth and then like you go you get they give you if it's a good one you go and they give you a tea to get your temperature into like you know how hot it's going to be in the Temescal. And I don't, I don't do well with heat kids. Like I fainted at a jacuzzi before. So, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, but it's pretty awesome. So I was telling T.I. to do it. So next timers on your, yeah, next time I'm going to totally figure it out. Um, yeah, it seemed cool. It was, it was a very nice trip. It's very nice trip. Nice. And then boom, you get home and sick. You get sick. Yeah, and then I have just been, like, nonstop sick ever since and for, like, almost two weeks. So I'm finally clawing my way back to the land of the living. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. Oh, wait. Did I, we think, I, think, I think we did. Let's see. <laughs> no wonder it's quiet. Winter. <laughs> yeah. You went there. As in House of? House what? of Windsor. Uh, no, I just got back today. Like, literally today, I got back from Windsor. Um, you know, family, some family stuff. Um, you know, when when uh, family stuff comes up, you just do it. No questions asked. Yep. So I was up there, and um, I always, you know, we were, the last time we were there was November, and I, I just really like it up there. It's gorgeous. Um just a slow pace, the greenery. Uh-huh. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Windsor is like um, nor- northern California, sort of the southern part of northern California. Yeah, I near guess. like Napa Valley. It's, no- it's Sonoma County. It's like two hours of, of north of, uh, of San Francisco. But it's my first time really being there during, well, in a long time where it's cold. Like it was like, 37 uh-huh. degrees at night. Um, I went for a walk in the morning and it was like 42 degrees. Um, and it was great. What does it, is it like near the beach? Is it redwoods? Like, it's what's all, it like? It's all that. Like you could drive. Um, I don't know. It's, it's all the different, like there's farms and then there's the big, there, there, there is a redwood area that I haven't been to, but it's just like small town vibe, small town living. Um, side note: I just got a, a text from Hannah that uh, her connection is lost and uh, she's having Wi-Fi issues, so she will not be returning. But thank you so much, Hannah. Farewell, <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, and and um, we'll have links to. Um, her super cute, super cute Instagram, um, with all kinds of cool art and food and parties and cool shit on it. So if nothing else, follow her on Instagram. And don't forget her new site. You must know her.com. You must know her.com. Um, thanks again, uh, Hannah. And we're going to have some food soon. Um, so yeah, so just Windsor, I just, I just wanted to talk about it cause it was great. Uh, I wasn't in Wenatchee Valley cold, but, but it was pretty cold. <laughs> it's been pretty nice here. You don't want to know what I you want to know what I went to go uh, do today? Yeah, are I'm you ready? ready? Uh, gentle listener, are you sitting down? I went ice fishing. Amazing. Were you were you in the little <laughs> wooden thing? No, no, you don't get a wooden thing. You just crouch oh. over the ice. The thing is, is that um, we brought an axe, but the ice was too thick to axe through it. So we need, and if that ain't redneck, I don't know what is. 
So what we need is an auger, a, like a big drill. Um, and my neighbor knows someone that has one. So we're going to try to, we're going to do a do-over. But it was so creepy. We were out on this lake, like walking around on the middle of it. And I was like, I don't no, like how this. Nerve-wracking. What the fuck? Nerve-wracking. So yeah. for ice fishing, what kind of shit do you put on the hook? Um, same shit you put on the hook for regular oh. fishing. I thought maybe you had to change up the cuisine because uh, of the weather. <laughs> uh, no, I always grew up fishing with, um, like fish eggs or worms uh-huh. or something on the hook. These, we were using uh-huh. lures, um, like a little shiny lure and, um, you just like weight it kind of. Cause like normally if you're fishing, God, people listening to us are like, fuck these, this bitch is a nerd about fishing. <laughs> um, you, you'll like cast out and then, you know, grrr, pull it back in slowly and like something will see it moving and hit it, a fish. Um, but for this, you have like a little weight on your line and you drop it down and then you slowly reel it back up and hopefully something tries to chew on it. And there you go. <laughs> nice. Fish. Fish. That's amazing. Fish. Um, when you, okay. Yeah. So from you re- you're wearing regular shoes when you're on the the frozen lake. I mean, snow I got my snow on. boots on. And then, yeah. But those aren't the the snow what the one with the little looks like the rackets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. My snowshoes. Those are different. <laughs> different. No, just like regular old <laughs> snow boots. Like it wasn't, it wasn't so cold today. It was like snow boots, sweatpants, long underwear top, um, kind of light sweater, hoodie, winter jacket kind of weather. It wasn't like, you know, head, scarf, earmuffs, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like that. It was temperate. It was, in fact, Ritzy got up to about 32 wow, degrees today. That's crazy. That's so fucking crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, let's talk about these Oscars. Yeah, man, the Oscars. Um, I for the I've seen the least amount of these movies that I've seen of like Oscar movies in a long time. You're you're, you're lagging, Ti. That's what's ha- that's what's going on right now. You're lagging. I know. I know. Um, I had an opportunity to watch. Almost all the movies that are up for Oscars because I had uh, access to screeners while I was in Windsor. But I don't know if she'll listen to this, but I know Danny is one of the G's listening to this. Erin forgot. She brought the DVD player up to her parents where I I was at, but she failed to bring the remote. So you could play the DVD, but the new thing, I don't know, the new thing on the screeners is that you have to press enter to agree to the terms. (laughs) So, yeah, Uh I did get to see one, um, the three billboards that you saw last, that we talked about last time. Fun, good times. Frances, what's her last name? McDormand? Uh, she's she's fantastic as always, like she always is. Um, I had a good time. I was watching it with um, Aaron's parents, who are kind of like you know, like my adoptive parents, and they had a great time. We loved it. Um, well, I remember when I was describing it last time, and I was like, Sam, Sam, Rockwell. Sam. I couldn't think of the guy's last name. <laughs> Rockwell. Thank you. 
Um, so it's Sam Rockwell. And I must say, I, I continue to feel that, like, the thing about her performance that was so great is that, like, and I think that it's as a person, but maybe a little bit extra as a woman, you watch her behave in a way that, like, women yeah. aren't supposed to behave. And it's total and like it's terrible and you're like sometimes you're like no 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 don't do that don't do that don't do that and she just fucking does it and you're like and there's something like so kind of like liberating it's like yeah she was really great in that role she makes you like you love her and you hate her and you want her to do something and you don't want her to do something yeah i wanted her to do everything that she did in there i was all about it i was all for it um, so she's nominated. She won the Golden Globe. I believe she also won the SAG. She's nominated for the Oscar. Um, Sam Rockwell is nominated along with Woody Harrelson. Woody the Harrelson. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, I haven't really seen much else that is nominated i saw get out Mm -hmm. i would love i would love for that to be um best movie but i don't think that that's going to happen um but i think it's certainly best director i'm down for best director yeah yeah i'd be cool with that although i also do have to say that dunkirk um to me the directing in dunkirk was like it was a pretty complicated movie from a narrative standpoint. Oh my god, it sounds so pretentious. <laughs> but um, it, it when it finally came together, you're he's like, great. "Fuck, he's really great." And no, you know, like, he's never won he's anything. Due. Yeah, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me for that. So I'm trying to uh, of the movies that are nominated. I've seen three billboards. I've seen Dunkirk. I've seen Get Out. And oh, that's it, my friends. One up from that's me, it. one up from me. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what goes on. Is it last year or the year before? Is they have way more Best Picture nominees than usual? Uh, one, two, three, oh, four, I don't know. five, this six, is seven, eight, eight, nine. Oh, yeah. that might be more than usual. Um, let's see. Also, I'm super excited because I did see Mudbound. And yes, Mary J. Motherfucking Blige, who is my girl. I don't know her, but she's my girl. I her all of her albums have been, you know, huge parts of my life, and I love her so much. She was fantastic in Mudbound. She's she's breaking. Uh, she's making history because she's nominated for Best Supporting Actress along with. Um, best original song, which she wrote and performed. Ah, yeah, so it's major. Okay. Also, you know, I just love my whole thing is revenge, uh, vengeance. I, I, it's my favorite thing, karma. And you know, she got a divorce. Her ex husband is an idiot. Uh, he's a punk ass, and. Just recently, before these came out, he was talking about he wanted to sue her for profiting off of their divorce. And he wanted more alimony and shit like that. So I know it's eating him up that she's got her these two Oscar nominations. And I also read <laughs> that she got this part like right after the divorce happened. 
So like she put her heart and soul into this part. It's paid off. And now she's going to be all over the place uh-huh. in his face. And I love it. Yeah, she's pretty yeah, awesome. She's, she's great. a legend. And the movie, I think we, we talked about, I'm not sure if we talked about it. The movie is directed by a female. Uh, the whole team is female, pretty much. Oh, the cinematographer, is she's the first uh, female cinematographer nominated at the Oscars for Mudbound. Yeah, so that's good. Okay. And then the director, she didn't get nominated but she's for directing, but she did get nominated for uh, Best uh, Screenplay. Yeah. So, okay. you know, women, the ladies... Yeah, ladies, ladies doing it for themselves. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that's the Oscars. Uh, let's see what else. Okay, let's talk about what are your plans for fucking Black Panther in the Wenatchee Valley? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Where's the blackest place? Well, <laughs> the most ethnic place you could go see this there movie. There is, there is. Probably the blackest place I could go see this movie is um, it would probably be more like it would probably be the the beautiful town of Omak, <laughs> which um, from what I understand um, there are a couple <laughs> black people there. They're Jamaicans. They have like a work program for Jamaicans. All those Jamaicans there. are fucking gonna be at that screening, girl. They're gonna be there. and um there's there's like a pretty good latino contingent there so you know you have to report back wherever you go see it up there and let us know if my you know my latino brothers and sisters are supporting this movie as they should um and and it it comes out on the 17th the 16th. 16th hold on Okay. It comes on Friday 16th, the 16th, 16th. Um, but you can go see it at some places. Okay. I don't know. At OMAC, if they're going to have some <laughs> 15th <laughs> Thursday <laughs> viewings. Um, but we'll, what we're going to need from UTI is the Latino headcount and for sure, for sure, the the African-American headcount. Like, I'll be, I'll be real with you. I might go, I might drive to Wenatchee, which is two hours away, to go see it in a nicer movie theater, because that's the big city here. And um, I'm not counting on a lot okay. of folks of color, FOC, being in the house when that goes down. But I'm going to I'm gonna take a tally. I'm going to stand up right before it starts and, like, pull out my little notebook and, like, just, like, scratch marks on it as I look through the page. Yeah. They're going to be like, what is this bitch doing? So I was like, I, you know, leading up, the lead up to this movie has been fantastic, right? It's like the pre-sale sold out. But before that, just on social media, um, you know, just, like, what my African uh, American brothers and sisters have been posting about like what they're going to wear when they go to the premiere. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there's articles on do's and don'ts and how to prepare and just, you know, so I was like, I need to see this. Like I, I need to, you know, be a part of this to witness it. So I was like, who am I going to go see the movie with? Um, That's important. And who, who can I go see it with on the you know, I rarely go, you know this, I rarely go on premiere, premieres to movies, but I, I needed to go see this, and you're out of town, so um, Dalen was like, 
out of nowhere. She just takes. She's like, "Are we going to see Black Panther?" I said, "Hell, motherfucking yeah, we're going to go see Black Panther." I was like, um, "Are we going to go see it on Thursday?" She's like, "Yes." I was like, "Okay, let's think of where we should see it. Should we just go to the, you know, uh, the nucleus of it all? We're going to the ArcLight Hollywood on Thursday." Okay. I believe the okay. 7.30 or the 8.30 showing at the Dome. And we bought pretty much the last two tickets. Oh, that's going to be great. Way in the back. We're in the last row. That's yeah. going to be great. So I'm super excited. Oh, I love it. That's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, I definitely want to see it. I might not see it opening night, yeah, but I want to see it opening night. Okay, we're, we're waiting for those for those tallies. Yeah, and everybody else, like, come on, you got your tickets already or what? Let's do this. The thing that's kind of, like, uh, sad, I guess is the right word, but sad doesn't seem to, sad doesn't do the word I'm looking for justice, is that, like, people here, it's really white here, and I don't think that people, I think that people are excited about it, but I don't think they're, like, excited about it in the way that people in L.A. and, like, people who really like movies and shit like that are, yeah, like, they're like, oh, cool, okay, maybe I'll see if I can take my, um, take my nephews. Nice, um, what was I going to ask you? It was at the tip of my tongue, I don't remember, um, I, I don't remember. It's, it's gone. Poof. Poof, it's gone. It's gone. It's It'll gone. come to you. It'll come to you. The other thing, since I've been sick, I've been watching some real <laughs> shitty TV and movies. And the one that kind of stood out in my mind is I finally saw um, Warcraft, which is the movie that was done from the video game, which I used to play. And... Um, it was like it was just like all computer generated. Like it was kind of um, it was a terrible movie. Like there's just there's just no other way to put it, as in except that it was a terrible movie. It was a terrible movie, poorly executed. At the end of the day, um, there were moments as somebody who spent, I mean, probably hundreds, easily hundreds of hours playing the game. <laughs> Um, there's like, they would have like sound effects in the movie and I would be like, what? Oh my God. Like a sound effect of like when a certain kind of thing (laughs) dies and you're like, oh shit, that was hilarious. It did kind of make me want to go play video (laughs) games. Um, but the one thing I, I, I was kind of think this, this was a literal shower thought that I had. So, you know, I've been watching Vikings and um, Travis Fimmel, who plays um, Ragnar Lothbrok, the, like, head Viking guy, um, he is also in this movie, Warcraft. And I realized that um, Travis Fimmel is kind of the thinking man's Charlie oh. Hunnam. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That kind of, like, blonde, pretty, tattoo, yes. whatever kind of thing. Yeah, Travis, like Travis Fimmel and Charlie Hunnam should play brothers in a movie sometime. That sounds intriguing. That sounds like something at least I should look up for the visuals. I will. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as I thought about that, I was like, that's going to get me to finally watch Vikings. Hmm. I might have to (laughs) over there. Or if I get sick, I'll be like, if I get sick, that's my 
Yeah, you're like, That's my here, first it is, go-to here it is. My first. <laughs> yeah good good I'm all right back. man i think i think we're i think that's time what do you think ti yeah i think that's good all right i think it's good we talked about a lot of stuff but considering apart from going to mexico i have done fuck all this year but that's, that's okay right. i'm feeling better. that's good that's Coming good out and of it. good enough Coming to go ice fishing yeah, yeah totally so good that, enough that to go ice counts fishing. for something again thank you to hannah kim super cute that was that was fantastic, and uh, yes, thank you. And uh, we'll have links to all of her awesome stuff online um, in our show notes, so you can always go to thenerdout.com and check out that. We always have links to all See, the stuff that and, we've talked uh, we about. We have that's first of many guests that we have lined up for you in the 2018 show. Is <laughs> all right then. Peace out, nerds.